0: What's up, everybody? Philippe Santos, Jamie Nod over here. Chef Jamie Nott, <laughs> Uh Today, you guys have the pleasure of having both of us on here. Uh, Part of my raspiness. I know it sounds really fucking cool. Sounds like, sexy as a motherfucker. <laughs> so what's going on, everybody? What's good, people? Um, we were just talking a little bit before, and I think um, we're going to get right into it. So we're going to talk about like scaling businesses. Uh, Jamie's done a phenomenal job. He's got five, is it now?
1: from the outside looking in yeah well, that's Five. what we're talking about right <laughs> yes how does it look on
0: instagram it looks very easy <laughs> look at you you're a fucking, you're, you're on the cover of a magazine not too long ago right? not a hair out of place right, right? just like damn, fucking. how did you make it look so easy bro, bro you know what's what, the secret
1: you know it's hysterical as i was driving here on 21 i'm you weren't getting chauffeured here <laughs> i'm physically spraying my hair with hairspray it's a torrential downpour outside i'm like Fucking no driving what. with my knee. See, you just make it happen. I mean, that's the bottom line. Yeah, you're you come from that school. You make it happen. Uh, scaling. Yes, it does look pretty on the outside. Um, does it always look pretty on the inside? No. Twenty three was was a year of growth and a year of challenges. Personal development. You know, financial development. Taking risks, losing, winning. You know, the the battles were there every day. Uh, but I was ready to fight. And we opened two restaurants in twenty three, right? Uh, Madam. Yeah. And Kinjo. And uh I'm not gonna lie, dude, there was there were some brutal moments, you know? And I think the reason they were brutal is because I was internalizing a lot, right? I didn't pick up the phone enough. I didn't have face to face conversations enough with my partner yeah. and shit got rough over the summer. I was away for a little while. Uh we you know, we went to Italy and we were gone and I was out of touch basically, you know, and then I I came back and uh we had a great meeting. We cleared out some of the cobwebs and we we threw ourselves into it and you know, I feel like operationally I've never been closer to my businesses or more involved than I am right now. And we were talking about 2024 and that's truly what 24 is about. I am going face first in every one of my businesses and I want to make sure they're all fiscally responsible and that I can maybe take a little bit of gas money from each this year,
0: you know what I'm well, saying? Let me, so let, me, let me slow you down before <laughs> all right. 2020. All right,
1: sorry, I'm excited, we man. We got to this episode. All right, right. I'm you excited, know, right. And and bro. Done. That, we done. We never have a problem talking. Don't no, worry no, about absolutely. that. So,
0: cool. What I heard there in 2023 was um, a lot of changes. Uh, huh. You had to learn how to better communicate. Yes. Is that correct? Yes. Right? Um, and uh, all the problems that you had in terms of growth you never had before because you didn't have that many or you didn't open up as many and you had to maneuver it, right? Right. Uh I heard a little bit of a cop out like, Hey, I went to Italy. I don't think that's got nothing to do with it. No, no. I it think just that was... No no I'm and I'm not saying right. it the wrong way. I'm just like I really believe I it the defend first things it. like <laughs> here's the thing, right? Like you need it and you deserve it. And so does your family, right? Right. So we can never I know for myself for sure. My non I, I'll never trade that in like because I went like if shit was fucked up before I went, the shit was just
1: fucked up before. Exactly, it no, just no. got exposed. Correct. I wasn't there to kind of, you know, which was some, massage. Here's you. the thing, like, it's a good thing. It was a, just sometimes
0: you need that. You don't see it. If you were here and you didn't get that break, you probably wouldn't get that break
1: anywhere else. You're right. No, like damn, I gotta come back and turn it on. Like that's just honestly, it was the best thing that could have happened. See, that's
0: that's the difference. You know, too. I feel
1: tighter in my partnership than I ever have. Good. I feel tighter in my marriage than I ever have. You yeah. know. My relationship with my kids. I'm really, I'm just, I'm, I'm super focused at this point. You, you see me, yeah, like you see the difference, you know. No hazy eyes, no yeah. bullshit, no excuses. And you're right, it was a cop out. Now I'm hearing myself play it back. That's just to my what we're mind, used to but, saying. You know what I mean? Like, right? People, you know, you want to protect yourself. You want right? to be like, well, well maybe well, I shouldn't
0: good. have left. Like, no, you should leave. Like, you should do it and fix everything else. out. Not that because we tend to like um, emphasize like. You know that's not a priority. That's probably the biggest priority. Of is making time for your family, making time for yourself, separating yourself, so that you come back and you recharge your batteries and everybody else's. And tell you the truth, your fucking employees need a break from you too. You know what I mean? Just that's... sometimes the break is like, I'm gonna deal with this
1: motherfucker for thirty days. <laughs> <You> <laughs> I might know. not see it. But... Yo, I didn't think about that aspect of it, but I'm sure more. Some more than others, you know. I'm sure they if I need call that, them up right now, they're going to be like, please, I, please "I'll give you somewhere. three people." They'll call you could
0: call right now, and they'll be like, "I didn't know until I knew that uh, motherfucker's wild." So, so let's get into. I heard some of your stuff. Like I know you personally, and obviously, and everything, but just like scaling, cool. You have one restaurant initially, the Saddle River Inn, right? right? That's Saddle River, right? Yes. New Jersey's top restaurant. I would say it's down. New Jersey's top restaurant. I have some humility these days. New Jersey's bro. top, right the guy's fucking consistent. I would, say, consistent. It's, it's I would say it's top three. I could barely get the fuck in.
1: <laughs> I'd say it's top three. No, I don't
0: out, it's out of the, the top, top three, which one is it? I don't give you, you bullshit. You Who are the other two. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but Dave. No, 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 no. No, I know. No, no. no, no, we're not,
0: we're not gonna go there. All right. But you got one restaurant, right? Right. You you're you're doing you're doing great. You're being successful. How
1: many years do you have that restaurant? Just that restaurant before you open up your first? Six. Six. Yeah, and it was gr- it was grind. Yeah, it was take everything you learned before and try and perfect this. Mm-hmm. Put, you know, putting systems in place, putting systems in place, standard operating procedures. In the beginning, it was overwhelming, right? Mm. But it's easy when you have no money. Yeah. You're not worried about Any anything. Choice. Can't lose shit. Yeah. You go in the kitchen. We cleaned it up. We were there for hours and you hours. Days zero on to like really quick, <laughs> right? It listen. It it was not busy yeah. from Jump Street. So I bought a business, mm-hmm. right? The Saddle River Inn started in January, October of 81, uh, mm-hmm. right? And they were white glove service. They had a Garrett mm-hmm. on. They'd roll the cart around, do Dover Salt table Like white tableside. people did some, <laughs> Yeah, white people did so that's, that's a good way to put it. Uh, but they were very different, right? Yeah. They took a chance. They were out in suburban New Jersey. They weren't in New York City, yeah. you know? Listen. They took the right chance because they were in the right neighborhood. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they built a tremendous reputation. And, you know, we scaled that business from they did around nine hundred thousand the last year in revenue. What was the last year they were open? Uh twenty twelve was their five, last full five, fiscal year. Five, yeah. Yep. So we started one one thirteen basically. We didn't open until uh two eleven. Yep. February. So 11. Let me let me hey
0: listen. Say whatever you want to say. You go fall back if you want, but in terms of numbers, right? Because sometimes we say a lot of stuff. Other people say a lot of stuff, and it's, you know, it's hard to like translate. So they made about nine hundred
1: grand that year, right? There last year they did not. Yeah, nine eighteen was it exact. like an it was expense heavy?
0: You know what I mean? What, what, Listen, more they, or they, less, was their margins? Were they making a profit? Were
1: they? They not? were. It was. It honestly, it was like a mom and pop business. You know, for lack of a better term. Yeah. It was really Hans Egg and Imelda Egg. Imelda did all the books. Kind of like Krista, my wife does, and uh, Hans did all the cooking. And I mean all of it, dude. Like, I went in there two days just to see the way they ran it, you know? I didn't spend a full day in there because it's vastly different from the way I operate a restaurant. But that being said, I just wanted to see how it worked. You know, And everybody would come in at three o'clock and they would do about 25 covers Tuesday, Wednesday, 40 covers on Thursday. And then they were busy Friday and Saturday. Uh, they were kind of on their way out, and they knew yeah. it. You know, they they were over a million for probably six or seven years, right? But well, once they started seeing it go down, they know, like, all right, cool. yeah. This but also, cool. Hans was seventy four; his hands were well, shaking. I mean. like, yeah, the, the money, all the time, it. everything, everything, right? Really so it was just timing; it was the right time, and uh, Hans's hands were shaking. Hans's Hans's ha. I like that. Yeah. So you know. The guy started out six, five, six, five, and he was six, one by the time. Was he solo? (laughs) Hans was solo probably from 7 a.m. to 3 p.m. daily, you know? And then all the cooks would come in, but he would like set their stations up and shit. And they would just come in and work service basically. So I ran a different ship. Like we wanted to run little restaurants inside the restaurant. What I mean mean by that is we broke it down into stations. You have a hot appetizer, cold appetizer, meat roast and fish station, and then pastry, you know, we hired as we got busier. Mm-hmm. We had a dishwasher, you know, yeah. one food runner. So, uh, divided up at the station, systems. Systems. Yeah. And everybody's responsible for yeah. their own system, right? Their own station. Yeah. They work inside of one big system. Mm-hmm. So everybody writes their order on the board and then we put it together and do an order at the, the end loop. of the night. Yeah. So, but, so, it, no, go ahead. so year one from 900, we grew to 1.3 and it was, it was a good it was good growth let me before you get into that a little bit um
0: were you looking for a restaurant at the time because i skipped that were, were, i was um, or,
1: was it like you and somebody else an
0: investor how'd you well i was at a
1: i was this at this point in my career i was at a corporate level um so i was a corporate chef for a blt group uh right before that Making i was a tomato uh bistro laurent tortadella is what it stands oh, for and at that time i think they had Twenty three restaurants? Wow. They were a very popular steakhouse. You know, they did a really good job. His food was terrific. Yeah. You know, BLT steak on fifty seventh street was it was an amazing restaurant, you know. They've been there for a while too. Absolutely. Uh COVID definitely changed yeah. like their business day. drastically. But um but I learned a lot. I learned how to answer an email. I mean, I got my ass kicked, you know, on the computer every day. And it was tough because I am a kitchen guy. I want to be in the kitchen. Um, but I learned, I learned a lot about, you know, how you can do both. Um, but that, before that I was at artisanal. So I was like executive chef level and then I got yeah. a little higher, but I had been looking for, all right. So you've been looking is what I'm talking. probably four years at that yeah. point, three, four years. I just couldn't find the right spot mm-hmm. <clears throat> or the right deal. And how'd you come across? And <clears throat> I was working with a campus group at the time and they said, you know, the saddle river Inn came up for sale and it was. Was notorious, right? I didn't know it. Yeah. Even though I lived 20 minutes away, I, I never. I, heard I didn't of it. either
0: until like a few years ago, to be honest. Right. And, I, now, and now social media and everything. Obviously, it's a lot more out there, but definitely local referral. Without a doubt, it was kind of their local
1: place, yeah. right? It, and even uh, food bloggers and everybody, you know, they go to select places. It right. Wasn't really, right. So it was always mentioned in the yeah. upper echelon because it was a romantic. It's a beautiful place, it you is. know. The barn's gorgeous. Uh, where were we? Well, like, so,
0: cool. So you saw Oh yes. was for sale, right? Did you get it on your own? Like, how'd you put funds? Did you get
1: investment so, capital borrowed? So, uh, my dad was my financial partner and my original business partner, David Madison. Mm-hmm. Uh, him and I met at Artisanal. He was the GM and I was the chef there. Cool. And we kind of hit it off in the beginning. Super charismatic guy, yeah. uh, well-dressed, put together. Um, and we said... You know, I th- I think we should do something in New Jersey. Just, He's yep. like, I'm from the Ramsey area. So he knew of the restaurant. He's like, This is a huge opportunity. So he put a performer together, uh, it looks good. By year four it was like, This is a real restaurant. Yeah. This is, you know, it's gonna throw off serious money. Um so he was my business partner for I think a little under two years. And it was challenging. It was challenging. I'm a very specific human being as as you know, and uh so was he, yeah, you know, in his regard, but there were some things that I would see that really bothered me, yeah, you know i was I was clean and sober, <coughs> right, and um he liked to sit down with guests and drink, yeah, he smoked in between service, like he would go hit the pen in his car, so yeah, you know. different like philosophies. just that, so. just very so, different, like, yeah. and I don't think he felt. The pressure I felt because... Was, was he more of like, I know you said partner. He was like, front of house. It sounded like that he was more investor front of the house. He, he was, was not really an like, investor, actually. It was... Um, so at the time, I didn't have my driver's license. Yeah. Uh, I had two DUIs. I was still serving my sus- suspended sentence. Yeah. About seven years, three months, I didn't drive. Seven years? Seven years. Well, that was my so phrase. <laughs> <laughs> it, it might have been... That's yeah. what makes you successful. <laughs> no, it doesn't. So, it makes you resourceful. No, I'm be sarcastic. Of course, that. it makes you resourceful as fuck, but it doesn't make you successful, no, but. Makes uh, you broke from fucking Uber and taxis, holy shit. So, that's funny you say that, but David would pick me up every day. And then my opening sous chef, which Josh means, um, he would drive me home every mm-hmm. night. I did that for, I think, I had my license the first 16, 17 months we were open, something like mm-hmm. that, which is crazy, right? because we were there all day every day. We lived there. We had fun. It was it was it was definitely uh, an exciting time in my career, but David and I eventually separated um and I don't think he felt the financial responsibility the way I did. And the main reason is because I borrowed money from my dad. Yeah. So my dad so You were on the
0: line, whether it was the bank or your dad.
1: I was on the hook. He just happens to be the bank. You were he, on the hook. I was on the hook and he's like, "Look, I'm a dentist." You know, and I always felt that pressure. He's like, I don't know much about the business. You've done really well in your career. You know, I, let me help you out. And um, he did. Gave us a loan. You know, we bought some some plates and yeah. chairs and zhuzh the place up when a little say, bit. Yeah, uh, lipstick on a pig. Yeah, I think we put like 48 G's into yeah. the restaurant, literally. Everything. it was more like throwing things out than anything mm-hmm. else we changed like the vanities the mirrors yeah. the toilets very simple stuff you know yeah. um but the chairs made a big difference taking everything down a lot of mirrors yeah. we put mirrors everywhere changed the lighting you know simple stuff uh didn't buy any equipment yeah so all ambiance all it was all it was all ambiance yes didn't change anything about the kitchen but the way it was laid out and the way it functioned uh and truthfully, when I first went there, I fell in love with it. And then I walked in the kitchen and I was like, I'm not sure I could do this. You know, there's 90 seats in this place and that kitchen, Small. it's small, dude, yeah, it's, small. it's small. People will walk in there like, how it's on small. God's earth well, do you produce? Cool, so like
0: <clears throat> where a lot of people would be like, how the fuck, right? And, and kind of my situation with my first salon too. It's like, it teaches you to be efficient with having less space, right. having ha- less equipment. Less people, correct? Absolutely. So I mean, talk about it how like it changed like what you had known already into like cool, adapting to what this place is as opposed to, you know, complaining or fucking just saying this doesn't work or whatever. It makes you a problem solver. Yeah. Instantaneously. So now you have this gift, right? Absolutely. Like, cool. And in the beginning, for everybody, it's it's, it's challenging because it's like I don't like to do this. I'm not because it's change, right? I don't like this. It's not my comfort zone. It's not what I'm used to. I like big, spacious, whatever. Or even state of the art,
1: you know, more, more modern, right? I mean,
0: right. Everybody has a vision. Yes. And now it's like it's not perfect. Is what I'm trying to put out. There. No, it's not. Right. It's like what I mean, is? I know that. It, but right. You know how people are of like. Of course. You know, uh, perfection will paralyze them. Yes. Because right? they're like, I won't do it until it's.
1: Like this, it's funny. And you walked into a place and you're like, "I don't have to make it fucking happen." Yeah, in the back of my mind, it was really the only challenge that I saw for that for yeah. that business. Because I drove around Saddle River before my first meeting with the old owners, and I was like, "Yep, we're here, baby. Let's do this." So now you're there at that kitchen.
0: How many years before you're like, "Cool, i I got this dialed in."
1: Um, so I
0: want know the next step after like where you're like, "Cool," then I'm gonna open.
1: I mean, I still had basically separation anxiety, you know. Mm-hmm. Like I would. So the next place was uh, Cellar Three Three Five.
0: Before the next place, like what year, right? Were you like, all right, this is fucking, like, you know what I mean? Are You there every day? Did yes, you, yes. Did I you mean, like, I, you know, step away a little bit because you're about no, to do another one.
1: I never stepped away. I mean, I got phlebectomy surgery, which yeah. is the removal of veins. Mm-hmm. I was there that day. I had kidney stones. I was there that day. Yeah. Uh, you know, whatever it was. Flu, it didn't matter. I was there every day, every party, every event. But for, now if you're you there know, every
0: day, and now you're like, cool, I'm going to go to number two. Right. Right? So you, but number two was a pre-existing business also?
1: No. Number two we built from you the built. ground. Cool. Yep. So now.
0: You know, totally different. How? How? What made you want number two, right? And then also, do you know what I mean? Like, what made you want number two? And well, also like, hey, I could be at two places at the same, same time. <clears throat> what made me want? Part of it, what right? made me lot want of Number people, two, we were talking about right, and without mentioning names, a couple of people, and they're like very scared. Yes, I don't know. I got to be here all the time. Right, I'm not ready. I don't have enough money. What if? What if? What if? What if? What if right. Obviously, yeah. you're, if you're looking for what's
1: wrong, you're going to find it. You're looking course. for what's right, you're going to find
0: but it. But what changed I, you know. in you that after all those years, it's like?
1: So I met my I met my business partner Robert Palmer, and he he uh we had lunch up on Route Ten. And we met through a mutual friend, Josh Fawcett, great guy, shout out Josh, and um, Josh and I worked together at BLT actually, also, Um, and he wanted me to consult with him on an Italian restaurant, he was going to open in Denville, and that kind of fell through, the lease wasn't favorable, and this place in Jersey City came up from a childhood friend of his, uh, Joe Stingone, what's up Big Joe, and um, we went and we looked at it, and I was like, this is not Saddle River, dude. Yeah. You know this is this is very very different. Totally different. It was far, you know. It was a fifty-five minute drive. Parking, parking. Everything was a challenge, right? It's, Brand new build you're out. From, you're going from suburb to city. Yep. You know it was cellar the same city for anybody. You know it's the same. The size of the kitchen. Yeah. So I walked in the kitchen. I was like, well, I know I could do this. So you know, I wasn't well, worried about like, it. Exactly. Build. So you built that up good. And the funny part is, like, seller does volume, yeah. right? You know, they did three hundred and eight covers Saturday. Wow. That's shit. that's wow. volume, bro. Yeah. Ninety eight seats. You know, three turns, yeah. right? That's um great. and the kitchen is this big. I'm not kidding. The kitchen is is basically the but same now, size as this but
0: room. Now where you saw something before where it was like, I don't know if I could do it. Now you're like, I could actually do this. Now
1: I know I can and do smaller, it. Smaller, more efficient. It's more people, efficient. Less expensive, less overhead, less headaches. It's, it's more efficient. Asset. You can see everything. And when you're a chef, you yeah. want to see everything. You want to touch everything. And that's the beauty of a smaller kitchen, you know? When you're in a big kitchen as a big chef, you're like, you got the headpiece in, you're calling up to yeah. your catering department, like, guys, bring down the, you know. The Anderson party like yeah. you know it's it's wild so uh seller um Bob and I met on location it was a favorable lease you know at that time Jersey City was not what Jersey City is today it was shit when we first oh, met you I got a seller now eighth this is the eighth year of operation that long. seventh year of operation yeah. yeah eighth birthday in in uh in the summer 2015 uh we finished no it was uh we opened in 16, 16. Okay. yep 16 16 yeah it'll come up on 8 years in the summer yeah so it just kind of fell in my lap and it looked to me as like it was almost like a beer hall because there's a concert venue upstairs yeah, and that's kind of the, there was somebody in there before us but it was never a business yeah. and what I mean by that is they had a concept there mm-hmm. and it was just totally different than the concept i had in mind yeah you know when I was in high school, I listened to hip hop. I love Asian food. I wanted like gritty city, you know, graffiti on the walls, like, you know. Yeah. And we built a beautiful restaurant. You still walk in there today and no, you're no, like, beautiful. like, it damn, was- this place is, this place is a vibe. Amazing, you yeah. know, it really, it's a great restaurant. And um, right now it's the Christmas pop-up. So there's 50 people online at five o'clock at the front door, it's wild. So thank God it it, it went really well and it's it's doing really well. So how do you manage your time between both? At the beginning, mm-hmm. it was all food development, and we did that in the kitchen at Saddle River Inn. Mm-hmm. Um, oh. Which, <laughs> again, this space was it's like... so spacious, you were like, why not? <laughs> so I had my chef de cuisine, uh, Jared Bain, was there at the inn five days a week, like before kinda everybody got there, and then during, and we would eat food, you know, as I would prep and do butchery and stuff. Um, and then once we got in the kitchen down there, we finalized the menu, took the food shots, did that. Uh, by the way, Josh ended up building out the bar. Okay. Um, and they did a phenomenal job, man. Uh, Josh worked at the Nomad. They developed that bar. Like, that was, it was a big deal, you know? And now he's in Chicago. He worked at Three Dots and a Dash. These are like big tiki bars, like, super high profile. Um, amazing job. And nobody was doing what we were doing. We juiced everything. They made every syrup. They, you know, it was a labor of love. So, you were uh
0: food development
1: at the end, right? Yeah.
0: So technically, what
1: you were doing is utilizing the same
0: resources to do too. Yes. And I'm saying that obviously out loud because it's the same with me. When I scaled to my second one, right? I was like, wow, you actually cut expenses by opening up. So like the quicker and everything has to for the most part be in order and you have to have systems and everything. Sure. But once you do, like open up the second one if it makes sense right away, because
1: the same people doing one job could do it for two places as opposed to hiring, correct? Right. And it's and it's really about the people. Yeah. You know, and we had just a, a stellar team. Uh Peter Arnoni was our opening GM. Uh and by the time this airs, he'll be back in the company. Mm-hmm. So we hired him as a CEO. He's starting oh, in January. And I got the chill saying it because I just remember the structure, and I remember the energy, and I remember. What was his position before? He was the general manager at Cellar. He was the oh. opening general manager. Yeah. We had a we had serious firepower in there, man. Like the team was, you know, it was a brigade basically. Um, I brought one of my sous chefs from the inn. Yeah. I, I started to make some trades, you know, some changes. Now we had, now we had two teams, and we had to, you know, yeah, we had to put some leaders in place. Absolutely. Um. And seller took a while did you did you ever I know I came into some
0: struggles when I did that too I was like cool I have two teams and changing players and this I noticed like in the in the beginning as I grew up like cool, I'm gonna take you from here and put you here and it was great but it created a whole here now right so I had challenges like that where I had to like figure it out and learn it. and there isn't doesn't matter how many you know things you read how many right. seminars you go you have to just go through it you have to go through it and make changes Quickly, right? But I I do remember this this last year specifically where I was I was doing that. We bought a a group of salons, and um, it sounds like the best fucking. You're performing so good. You're a leader. Let me take you out, and put
1: you over right. here without out. Especially table you table take table. them out of of you know your principal business, yeah. the one that puts stacks in your pocket, right? The one just that's... that
0: they're they're good because it is
1: that team and they're controlling it and everything. And now they have to create and. I you know what I, mean? I think the reason the Inn was successful is because of the team, and it stayed there for a long time. It stayed in place. There was always one spot that was hard to fill, and it was the salad station, cold appetizers, and I was like, why the fuck is this so challenging, bro? And <laughs> a lot of my regulars are upset, but I had this dish called the tuna carpaccio, and it was like my dish, you know? Yeah. I took it off last year and changed it to a tuna tartare, and people still ask for it, and I still yeah. do it for regulars. Be careful, and you know, I lost probably four or five guys on that, bro, because, because uh, my bad, Um, they would be there till midnight pounding fucking tuna, cutting it out in a circle, and I was like, that can't be the reason, but I finally admitted to it, and I took it off, and it's it's crazy, right? Uh, But my point was that we kept a lot of the same staff. I have my general manager now at the end is Anthony De Palma. He's doing a fantastic job. He started as busboy. You know, uh, Nick Karuba, they've both been there over 10 years, you know? These guys are great, they're yeah. pillars. Ty Anderson, like these these guys are with me for years yeah. and years and years, you know? Um, so it's really about continuity mm-hmm. and people taking pride in ownership and them treating it like it's theirs.
0: Well, how do you, because obviously I, I do it a different way. Cool, I, I understand it, right? Take care of your staff, your staff will take care of you for the most part, choose the right one, you're one, two, three. After people are there for a long time, things change in their lives. Uh family, Yes, you know. Yes, their 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 uh, their expenses are different. Their goals are different. Yes, obviously, no matter what, you're not. If you have ten people, you're not going to keep all ten. No mine. doubt. So you were saying, uh, you know, act like it's
1: theirs and
0: right sounds good. It does. They ain't fucking mine. That's as an employee, I remember saying that. You know
1: what I mean? Yes. So how do you? you know, well, you're a little different than the average bear, but yeah. you know. Uh, we continued to grow. Yeah. I think that's, everybody saw opportunity. You know, and, and if you- So is that if, what you're doing, you're like creating more opportunities for them? I'm creating more opportunities for them, absolutely. And and I, you know, even in a pre-shift, I'll say, guys, the less I'm here, the more opportunities I can create for everybody in this room. Yeah. You know, because that's kind of what I've found my my job to be, you know? I love to create in, in any way, shape, or form. I have a very creative brain. It's really, it's, it's where I function yeah. best on my highest frequency but you know to the point like i said anthony was a busboy obviously his finances have changed right mm-hmm. he's a general manager now it's very different nick started as a food runner he's you know like my one of my lead servers oh, like and you have
0: and listen i know cuz it's the same situation right like you have pride and fulfillment watching these people grow and that you can create these opportunities for them exactly and, and, and it's he's cool. got two kids he, i just got his christmas card we opened it yesterday like but, but when, <clears throat> when and i'm just going to like i'm done Poking the barrel. Beat me up. Right. It's like cool, right? Like and I say (laughs) cool because no, because I did it too, right? Yes. Cool meaning like up to this chapter. It's almost like talking to yourself a little bit sometimes, right? Yeah, it's the same word. Yeah. We've always been like, oh, it's different what you do. It's really fucking not. It's It's service industry, it's the challenges. How do you overcome them? You're not fucking unique. Uh, it's just not right. It's the same yes. fucking thing. We have more things in common than we don't. Definitely. So cool. You get to hear because you're telling my story too at the same time. Right. Right. So it's like cool. Now you're going, and we're going to skip three, four, and five. It's a different fucking animal. It's a different animal. You don't have as many people to pull from. You can't grow mass fast. You can't. Like these are my challenges, right? right. You can't grow mass fast. You throw more shit. Now they're overwhelmed. They're right. like, this was cool the way we were going. Right. You got four, or five, yeah. But you could be the the GM. You could be regional. You could be this. Right, It comes not to the everybody point, wants that, man. Or they do, and then they get it, and they can't handle and it. And you're right. like, but you chose it, yeah. Right? Like those are some of the things. And they sure are. Like, when do you start bringing outside help? Uh, and how? And and talk about right how delicate of a thing it is it's so to delicate bring outside help. They don't know the culture. They don't know. if yes. They have experience. Not hopefully. only that,
1: at the same time, you know. You start to lose a little bit of touch with those people who built it all in the beginning, right? And then you start to make decisions based on that. And that's, that's bit me in the ass. I don't want to get into specifics, but, you know, when you develop relationships with people, you rely on them maybe more than you should. And, you know, they take advantage of it in certain ways, not to be, you know, uh, there's an emotional attachment. There's an emotional attachment. That's not a business where it's somebody who didn't. There's everybody. no malintent. Is, that's what it is. Yeah, right, correct. there's no that's malintent. I mean. but, and they show up every day and they do a good job, but they don't do the same job that they used to do when you were watching them every right. day because they wanted to grow, you know? Because um, you're not there. I'm not there, but but hiring a different skill set, you know, growing into that skill set, That's 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 a different kind of talent. Yeah. That's you squashing your ego and saying, you know, I don't know what I don't know. And sometimes that's the that's the hardest lesson to learn but it's the most important one it was for me um so after seller you know we got some we got some critical acclaim it became busy uh and it took years though man it really did because the neighborhood was rough yeah. you know it was a little pricey no parking all my regular clientele that i took years, six years building yeah. in saddle river they're like Fucking driving to Jersey City, bro? I'm going to go get hammered 55 minutes away from my house. It seems like a DUI waiting to happen, you know? Um, And they all went there once, twice. Now they'll go there a little more often. But you had to to create a new clientele. I did. I had to create a new clientele. And we had to train them a little bit because, you know, it's a totally different concept, right? Um, So, seller. After that, we opened Saddle River Cafe. um, And... (coughs) That was a struggle from Jump Street. Yeah. I mean, because I think I never let it become what it wanted to be, and what I mean by that is like I changed the concept probably almost three times. You know, uh, so it was like a local coffee place in the beginning. I wanted to do breakfast and lunch. Yeah, that's your next one. So, saddle river. The cat. I'm doing my interview. Yeah. It. So the the cat king. The ca- the the cafe was breakfast and lunch to start, Yeah. Uh, because I didn't want to pillage from my own business, which is right across the street, Saddle River Inn, Saddle River Cafe. Number one, I would have done a across, different name. Across the Little River. It's across the Saddle River, actually, you know, and that's what the first logo was. Yeah. It was a little place across the river, yeah. like, you know, but in hindsight, I probably would have named it Jamie's or something like yeah. that, you know, just so it would have got that kind of yeah. instant notoriety, you know? Um, but it was a struggle. We opened at five or six a.m. in the beginning for coffee, yeah. and I was there every day. Well, and I was like, "What the fuck am yeah,
0: I doing?" But also, listen, I understand the <laughs> scheduling thing. Sometimes, like when I opened the the salon the right. first time, it was every day from like eight to fucking nine at night. And I'm like, "We're not missing nobody." And then you and I told him, "Like, listen, we're gonna do it like this. Right? Figure it out." And then and, you know, my what wife, is it now? The one it's open every day from nine to eight.
1: <laughs> From that, that's better than eight to eleven or eight to nine, right?
0: No, listen. What I'm saying is, like, when I first did it, uh, I didn't have the capacity, the people for it. anything. Right. now, and I have shifts, and it's okay. It's a little different. Right, it's a different animal, but uh, but essentially, anything I open, like Miami was like that. We opened up Miami, we we're like every day we had two teams, everything. Then we're like nobody fucking that's works not what over Miami there. Is and then it's like nobody's coming in till like ten, eleven. Right, like that's right, and definitely not Sunday because they partied all weekends. So. Right.
1: You open it and then you make adjustments and you figure it out. So that's what we did. We opened it, we made adjustments, and now we're on our third iteration, and it's yeah. it's working really, really well. Finally, I was just there you know? the other day, and it was phenomenal. Thank it was you, really, man. Really good. I appreciate that. Yeah, I think I think the team has hit a stride. I think the place looks better than I, it ever has. I think
0: it. Uh, there's some some. Good flows with the inn too, in terms of service and quality, too. It's very, which is good. Which it's is very, good. Very similar,
1: yeah. Right, yeah. And you see some faces, too, yeah. right? It doesn't hurt. I try to utilize some of my younger staff that maybe is busing or running at the inn to get uh, service shifts at the cafe. Again, utilize the same people. That's so, it, man. But, it, again, it's that continuity. It's that feeling that that people get that experience. like, oh, you know, Mr. Epstein, how are you? Nice to see you again. Sorry, but that's the first one that came to mind. I mean, the, 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 it's the, game, first the first
0: one, first one that came to, to mind. I should have said that, double E, bro. I'm gonna skip to and then you open <laughs> and then Madame, yeah, that, and then, then and, and now Kinjo, right?
1: Listen, so now you're at five. So wait, but let's let's get the four. Real, I'll be quick, I promise. So with with Madame, it's located behind cellar, and they're connected through a corridor. Um, mm-hmm. We share the same building, and and, and liquor license. Same liquor license, yes. And, uh, I mean, it's it's yeah. huge. But but from day one, I always was like, what's going on back there? I don't really, I love that. I want that spot. And I had a concept for it originally that we didn't end up using. Uh, it was the Emerald Room. I wanted to do, like, walk-around dim sum, Geisha Girls, yeah. you know, like, kind of clubby, yeah. like, bottle service. I wanted to do that. Um, it was not conducive with my... Personal life at the time. So we went with a fine dining French speakeasy. Anyway, uh, I always had my eye on it, right? And as soon as it became available, you know, we had a conversation. That conversation took about a year to hash out because, you know, the owners weren't really ready. They thought they were ready until the price came. And I was like, you guys aren't really ready and then the price got a little better and then a little better and then a little better and, and then and it that, made sense and it was some pressure of you asking and pushing and yeah and it and and, and me leaving it alone actually really was was what made them came back come back and want it more yeah. so they tested the market right they listed it at a million bucks first and foremost then mm-hmm. everybody's like sorry bro oh, you got 52 seats yeah. you know you're on a back street you know what I mean it's not it's not happening we came to a deal redesigned it uh dng interiors all
0: out redefined
1: Uh, We paid for it flat. Yeah, with cash. Um, Seller did well, so we had a little extra money in the account, and, you know, we didn't have to borrow any money. Sorry, we did have to borrow money for the cafe. I never got to that, and you wanted to talk about financing. You know, put my house up, you know, the bank has second position on it, all that stuff. My wife had to sign for it. She was like, wait, this is different now. I'm like, this is how I felt at the end. Now you know what it's like to have your back against the wall, you know? Figure sheet that whole, like, you have to succeed. You have to. That's why, you know, that's why we're Either on our- Either that or you gotta buy a big truck because you're gonna be living in it, that. Bro, that's why we're on our third iteration, right? Like, we're going full balls to the wall. So, madam, beautiful design, big opening, solid team, went through challenges, man. Yeah. Uh, You know, full disclosure, we're on our fourth chef and our fourth GM mm-hmm. in a year. That sucks. And it was tough, but we've hit our stride again now and I just I just see it, it's building week over you week. you did it in a year. We so did.
0: Some people could hear, damn, four in a year. That's fucked up. What I hear is like, it doesn't work. Get the fuck out. Doesn't work. Get the fuck out. Until <laughs> until it happens. And I'm saying that because a lot of people again are fear based. Like, fuck. And what do they do? And I've done it. You keep somebody on. Right. That shouldn't be there, but because you don't have a replacement, you're like, and, and what happens? It becomes the whole place becomes a cancer. You talk apart, to me about and it, and you man. Gotta
1: redo the whole fucking thing. We had this conversation about it. We really did. And I, you know, I don't think I was specific on on location and personnel, but you were like, dude, it's, you got to cut it out. You got to cut it out. You got to cut it out. I'm like, you got to cut it out. Two conversations. I think we went through a period where we were almost too quick. It was like, your fucking Yosemite Sam's pulling up. You know what I mean? Fire slow, fire quick, man. I mean, it's, it's, it's true. It's true. And you're starting to develop the emotional
0: detachment that most entrepreneurs in small business uh, vilify you for not having. Right, right. right. like, oh, you're all about the money. I hear it all the time. You're all about this, and I'm like, no, it, it's a business, and this is right where it's supposed to end up, and this is what I have to do, and so I have to make a calculated, professional, uh, logical business decision. Absolutely. So when you muddy it up with feelings and everything, and I'm an emotional person, I'm a people person, right. always, it's not the easiest, It's not. but after getting fucked, burnt, whatever, all and, of it. and, and it's always my fault because I didn't. You waited too long. I left them there too long. Yeah, right? you left them there too like long. Like the milk expired and I was still fucking. Yeah, drinking at it. Yeah, like, uh, it'll get better. It'll turn so, to sour cream. So, and before we get to your last one, so like, th- this is all cool stuff because like where everybody sees problems and this, it's like, you're developing skills. You're growing. You're, you're becoming a leader. You're becoming like, cause outside people see year one and see like damn this motherfucker's making shit happen. Right. With all these challenges. Right. Your value goes through the fucking Ruth. Ruth, not Ruth. It
1: goes through a <laughs> lift now.
0: Barcelona. Um, Barcelona. Cool, so just on time,
1: speed up. Let's go to uh We're on, let's we're go on to time, Kenjo. bro. We're on time, we're, we got plenty of time. Well, um, 2024 still, that's why. No, no, I hear you. Uh,
0: Challenges that you had, Madame. You had four chefs, right? You're dialed in right now. We're yes,
1: we're 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 dialed in, man. And when we're you're were making it up, happen, you were like, "Listen, you know what I need—that's going to help me another restaurant." But here's here's what the good part of it is: now we're planning ahead. Mm-hmm. Now we see if the writing's on the wall. You learned it. That's it. It was it was hard, man. Yeah. It was hard. I'm not going to say it was did easy. It, it was not. Did ego get into it a little bit? I don't think it did. I don't think it did this time. I really don't. I think it was more about. Wow, I expected more out of you. Let's see if another week. Mm-hmm. Nope. That's done. Let's move on. Yeah. Let's find a They're replacement. Right. And and I'll I'll be I'll be very truthful. Chris Abamondi's the chef at seller and he oversees uh Madam. F- yeah. And he's a fucking hitter, dude. The kid's a you know, he's a blue collar kid from South Jersey that just he's got his eye on a prize. He shows up to work every day and does a great job. And that kept it in place. I'm sorry. I'm I'm still You're on excited. my pre workout. I've been going to the gym. War. <laughs> total war uh, we talked about that before too anyway Chris thank you I appreciate your hard work and dedication so moving on to this podcast to you Chris Mo- moving you. on Kinjo kind of fell on our lap uh, Dave Berry owns the they their uh, uh, high rise apartment complexes in urban areas right and I think they have uh, nine of them now and they have three more in construction or pre-construction mm-hmm they're they're growing pretty quickly. Yeah. Uh so he has one in Jersey City and they've been to sell her four or five times. Mm-hmm. They asked for a meeting with my partner and myself. We hit it off. He asked for a concept, drew up a nice concept. We went on location. Space is is sick. Yeah. Uh for Newark, I think the neighborhood's top notch, right? It's it's probably as good as it can be. There's a lot of businesses around, there's school around, there's students, there's there's just a, a heavy walking population. Uh, so it's a Japanese concept in in downtown Newark, and and the place is it's gorgeous, it right? I mean, it's uh,
0: listen, they're all different. This one's really stunning. You really, you really, I it's, told you that it's really nice. Yeah, it's yeah. really. It
1: has three different rooms. Wait, it's got a fucking DJ, right? <laughs> like world renowned jo- DJ, DJ Joey Mazza. yeah. DJ, what do you call him? DJ Baby Girl. DJ so, baby Girl. so shout, shout out, out DJ Baby, on, baby shout Girl. Shout out Joey, man, Joey. Love you, bro. Love you, kid. Uh, I actually listened to that pod this morning yeah. on the way to and from the gym. Um, it, it was it was a great podcast. Super emotional, but funny. Like yeah. you fucked with him the entire time, like th- in in the nicest way possible, right? Because we both love Joey, but uh, he's instrumental. Yeah, and that's you know pun intended. I mean, the guy plays music, but he plays so much more than that. He plays from me. his heart, and he really loves it though. Yeah, like he's at each table. You know, it's like. Damn, no. Joey, back ready, up, bro. <laughs> you know he I mean? really loves it. Yo, he fucking Sometimes really loves it, yo. it. Yeah, yeah, he really don't loves it. Don't let tell me to watch what happens. <laughs> you know what's funny is that we started using Joey at Madam. Yeah. And I tried to get him to play Thursdays, too, and he played last Thursday, mm-hmm. and it was a hit. And I was like, dude, you but see? You're
0: doing the same thing that you're doing. Other, like,
1: <clears throat>
0: ah. so it's the same thing that happens to me, right? So it's like you don't just open up businesses or buy this or buy that. Right we do it with intention of helping other people out creating opportunity and he has nothing technically to do With the hospitality business. I know the other things like it was kind of like a connection there right with that connection You know now he's DJ now he's DJing here too now He's becoming a part of creating all these people opportunities, right? right. So, you know, I wanted to say a little bit let's talk about though also in Kinjo. it's um It's in Newark Right, right. It's up and coming again. Right, it's definitely it's downtown slash uh, the college area. Right, we right. Have, it is. I yeah, would call it college row. Uh NJIT, NJIT. and you have Essex County College. Right? Yeah, you have the three right there. They're right there. Uh, there's a lot of building going on, but you're still taking a chance that you're the only, if not one or two, but like we're taking know, a huge chance. Fine dining slash fast casual, like somewhere in the mix of that. Did I say that correct?
1: Yes. And I yeah, and it's honestly. a beautiful
0: place, phenomenal food, right? right?
1: People were surprised yeah. at the build out. They're like, really? This is still a risk because or- nobody's done it. Nobody's done it. And it reminds me a lot of Jersey City. So I have that comfort level there yeah. where I know if we do the right thing, the food's right, the drinks are right, the hospitality's right. And now we're starting entertainment from the beginning, it's going to happen. It's also, happening.
0: Also. Um, you had a chef that was working for you in Jersey City that you brought over there, right, Chef Bill?
1: Well, Bill. I know. I know. Previously, he was working somewhere else, right? Yes, he was somewhere else, and we brought him on early. But that's what I mean. Before the reason the place was open. That's it. We brought him on early to do development again. Yeah. Um, Bill loves Japanese. Super talented. You know, loves ramen. Immerses himself in it. You know, he's all about his broths. Um, but that was that was part of the concept. Bill and I had a conversation a year before yeah. I had that meeting with David, yeah. or eight, eight months, let's call it, um, and that was all in the back of my mind as it played out. You know, how do we put all these pieces together? As you know, the beautiful yeah. mind, right, on the whiteboard. You know, day. my wife's like, "How do you, how are you so clear headed?" I'm like, "I have a big whiteboard in my I'll brain, and picture. I'm just
0: jotting I just things did, like, down." I take a picture before I erase it too, because it's just like to me, I'm just like at first, it's getting it out of my. It's a brain dump. Right? Yes. So like getting it out of my brain. And then you can look at it. You can make adjustments, because in here, it's tough. But it is, agree.
1: but that. I, but I love it. I, it's it's the best part about yeah, it, right? The, the creative the part. That's cool. Getting back to a little bit to uh, entertainment, right? Like, now we have music in all of our venues, yeah. like, constantly, uh, whether it's guitar or a duo yeah. or, you know. And I think it's really changing the dynamic, because the staff enjoys it more, too. Mm-hmm. It's not that mundane, OK, dinner service, this, same that, the other. Yeah, it's it's more about like, oh, something different. different Some yep. that's it. And when guests come in too, they're like, Oh wow, Wednesday's Julia and we mix it up now too. Yeah. We're even doing we're even doing music on Saturday brunch at the cafe. Mm-hmm. You know, it's guitar and vocal, but it's just different. It it adds something truly. And I think that's that's the unique character now of the restaurants. I want everybody when they walk in the door, they're like maybe not a restaurant. You know what I mean? Like to have that that thought process, like I want to be known for that. First, the look, right, the aesthetic, and then when you sit down, the hospitality, the smile. Let me let me ask you, right? So, because it's like, how the fuck do you run
0: around and manage all five restaurants?
1: I'm not that great at it.
0: (laughs) I'm not gonna. I'm not. I'm not gonna. For somebody who just doesn't know, somebody's got their first restaurant, right? right? The camera we're talking about, right? And looks at you like fucking as a god, the food god. You know what I mean? Does anybody look at me like that? I don't... They do though. Like see, you might see. I hear it, Yeah, I don't. But that's what I'm saying. Right. Like, or if they don't, regardless. But it's right. like they look at you as the example. Okay. Let's put it like that. Right? Okay. Uh, I don't want your head getting that fucking big. Nobody, no. Actually, right. right. I'm just. Right. Nobody's ever said that to me. So. <laughs> that was me be, just being really fucking nice, <laughs> right? right? You're the hair god, right? I don't know. The hairless that. god. There is a hair god, and there is a fucking food. There is, and it's not us. We ain't it. But all right, so like. You know, break it, like, don't give me the details exactly okay. what it is, but like, how do you manage it? Do you have people that run it? Yes. Do you have people that call in? <clears throat> when do you stop by,
1: when do you don't? So we're figuring it all out, right? But for the most part, there's a general manager there, and a chef at each property. And, and give me like a- week. And they report to us. What does it look like during the week, Your your, your schedule? It, it it really depends. The last three weeks, I've been cooking at the inn at Cause, night because you needed to, right? So during the day, like Bill's off on Wednesday and now he's off on Friday, so I'll expedite at Kinjo. Cool, right? If I can sneak down on a Thursday and get somebody to cover me at the inn, yeah. I'm going to Madam. Cool, All and right. then they're connected with sellers, so I'm there but and you could see
0: me. But you're looking ahead. At yes. Your schedule. And like client, I Um, I just did this at the office. Yes, I'm penciling myself in. We schedule the the four. There's actually six of us there, and we schedule who's where, who's when. Because when I used to do like when I have time is when it's a fucking mess.
1: That's right. That's right. right.
0: So now, cool. You have not perfection, but like this is how you're growing and figuring it out. You have some systems in place. We do have some people. We are getting quicker when shit doesn't work out. Cool. That does. Let's remove it right away. Right. Let's fill it
1: with this or step up. And it's a little wonky, right? Yeah. I mean, things change on a daily basis, you know, but for the most part, we know where our revenue is. Mm-hmm. We're projecting our revenue. We're projecting our labor. We're projecting our, you know, it's what it's going to look like. Food costs, everything, you know. So we're we're pretty detail-oriented in that regard. Sure, yeah, and it's yeah. getting better I'm, daily and weekly. And I'm sure you have weekly meetings. and like Yes. You get reports, KPIs, everything. Yeah, you know, weekly, weekly food calls, uh, weekly calls, um, but really, daily snapshots, right? Mm-hmm. So our reports are pretty robust. Mm-hmm. Last week to date, week to date, you know, even like at the end on Saturday, I have my food cost percentage, labor cost percentage, everything. Everything's on there, right? So you see exactly where you are, and you know where you're trending every day. So, like for anybody scaling, that's important. The reports, the
0: KPIs, right? The look it up, you don't know what it is. Uh, or analytics, the data is important, right? Data is very like, important. When you have it in front of you, there's small adjustments. When you look at it month to month, it's already a big fucking. That's right. And it might be too late already. It so like usually we have, is. we have weekly meetings and it's not everybody. Cause you don't want to be meeting no. the fuck out either. It's the key people and not everybody's a key person. Um, we have three or four. We, we also do our schedule at the same time where everybody's at. Most are at the same place, but like we were doing today, like what does retail look like? What does retention look like? What does services and, uh, uh, you know, what are what are gross sales? We also have a daily number like oh, this is our average daily, right? What are we projected to perform by the end of the month? If we're a little short really like, cool Because then the game plan comes so it becomes right.
1: very like, you know So let me let me think. ask you I'm interested on on your structure as well like so you guys grew right you bought a group Yep. and What happened at that point? How many did you have? What did your what did your company look like right before you made that purchase? Maybe. And then, what did it look like a month after that? We
0: had we had four, I believe. And then the month after that, we had because we bought another two, we had nine. So it was a fucking big jump. Right. And we weren't ready. Right. And shit didn't go right. Right. Uh, we and but I'll tell you now, like we're making it happen. Okay. We made some adjustments, and I think, like you said, because of that, we're better everywhere else.
1: Right. Because you went back to your originals and said you Started to change, tighten
0: up every right? I wouldn't say necessarily like we went back to original, we created a whole new plan, okay? Because what got us to like one, two, three, four wouldn't get us to nine, okay? I just what the mom and pop just didn't work when I got to the
1: So house. is not our nine operating at this point? Eight are, okay? One,
0: we're renovating one,
1: right now. okay? Right, so and where one. are they all located? Uh, eight are in New Jersey and one is in Miami, okay? So give me the towns, I mean,
0: um, so we have uh, in Bergen County, northern. Primarily Northern New Jersey, we have um, we have Ridgewood, we have Tenafly, we have Closter, we have Emerson, and Maywood. Which one is under construction? Tenafly. Okay, uh, I think that's gonna be a good one. Tenafly, yeah. So the other thing too, right, is like, we had to change concept. Did you change all of the concepts, and how did you do it? So
1: we have two
0: originally running the same way they do. Okay. They actually do very well. What are they called? Celebrity Salons. Okay. And then uh, the other one is Blur, and then, then the mm-hmm. one will be blur. Also, we're going into blur. Okay. B L E R. Okay. Call them, and what we learned is like, um. So the other ones, the original ones that we have are, uh, like high end luxury boutique salons. Right? Okay. Like big tickets. Right. Big changes, color, right. everything. Color uh, extensions. Think like of it. Think of it You're like, there for three hours. Think of it as the Saddle River Red tasting menu. there, Right. And then. Uh, these other ones are probably going to be more in the sense of uh, the Kinjo fast casual.
1: You got know it, what I mean? Got it. So like we were. Which trying... ones did you keep and why? With like me? same concept wise. Like there a couple four. of them were blowout shops. The like, original four. They stayed celebrity. No, the original four that we had. Got it. Before the, the purchase. Yes. yes. Then, artist room. Yeah,
0: artist room. Artist room, and architect. And artist artist.
1: The room. The, got the it.
0: The other four are going to all change. Right. They just haven't yet. Okay. So it's like you can't that's the other thing we learned, right? So we bought four and we're like, cool, we're gonna renovate them right after the other, just knock it out. And then we ran out of money. Right. So we did one. Okay. We did Miami, two, okay. We bought all the equipment, everything, because it was cheaper bundle to get it from okay. everything. And then now we're at three. Got and it. we're like, we move too fast. Okay. We can't build them out that quick. Um, just like cash flow started getting fucked up. Right. Uh it gets a lot more difficult to hire your you're hiring from the same pool. There's no way they can regenerate that quick. Got it. These are all good things to learn because right. I just didn't, I didn't know what it was. And they're not far apart, really. I mean, no, they, New Jersey is so overpopulated because even the other ones aren't. Right. But they're fucking busy. They're right. Like monsters.
1: You know what I mean? Like our, and And what's them. like a what's an average ticket, right? So I understand it's almost like a, like a check average for me. You know, it's the same. It's
0: yeah, no, it is like an average ticket. Most of our services are three to five hundred dollars. Wow.
1: If you get into extensions, you're like thousand, wow, fifteen hundred. Just stuff I don't even know about, right? Yeah. Uh, now listen, think it, I should get some extensions or what? Are, am I looking all right? Highlights?
0: No, I don't do. <laughs> Those are natural highlights. It tells me. <laughs> right. well, okay. well, highlights too? <laughs> yeah, you do. Touch it, gray. <laughs> <laughs> right, let me get my drink of water really quick. Yeah, take oh. your time. <clears throat> but the ones that stayed. The, the two older yes. ones that stayed they actually produce really well which had us rethinking like do we even right like we're gonna have to like redo it's just they were just older
1: yeah just, just clean them
0: up a little bit right the reason we bought them and instead of opening up new mm-hmm. ones is because of we got their systems we got their employees like we looked at it cool we also did owner financing which uh for those four and the one before which is a game changer absolutely right? so like uh they hold they hold uh they're the bank. Right, right, right. um, You know, and the business—the idea is that it pays for itself. It pays for itself, right? Right. We have a few investors, small. So the down payment was pretty much the investors' wealth. Okay. Was great. You know, uh, friends and family really. Not uh, really coming out of pocket. No. I, but, so where we messed up is like uh, for capital improvements. Got right? it. I didn't, I didn't. it was a shortfall.
1: Had to learn. You know yeah. what
0: I mean? I was like, "Cool, we're enough." And then it's like
1: you start just. Like, so, what does it cost to to take over a salon that was built in nineteen eighty three and make it into a blur? Uh, At least like one fifty each one. Okay, that's not terrible. No, listen, it, it's it's one fifty.
0: You put the time and everything else, and then add. A, you're looking at two minimum. Okay, you know, but when you got five, right? Right. You that's need a, a mill off Jump Street, right? That's without equipment, or that's equipment. equipment? That's equipment. That's okay. pretty much. Everything. It's around two. You know, listen, uh, one's gonna be a lot more because we're gonna have to gut it. The other ones are actually, the owner that sold it to us actually still works for us, him and his wife. He's wow. fucking awesome, Marios and Tallinn. Just with him before. Um, older gentleman, he's like, I don't want him to leave because he's so, like, experienced. Right. He knows that he owns the buildings too. It makes people feel good when they walk so in. He does, you know what I mean? Um, but he also, you know, he's like that resource, though. Like, why would I? Absolutely. Like, what does a ticket look like in those? In those, they're they're faster. They're, so they is don't it do like blowout kind of thing. They're not big yeah, color. they do color too, but uh, older older clientele, right? Uh, so blue. So they're more volume, as opposed to our philosophy, which is like be efficient with your client, spend the time, right? Like the end, right? Right? Line, right? As opposed to volume. One's volume one is just like service, you know what Got I mean? it. It's, it's just a different model. So moving forward with all those, we're like, cool, what's the what's the middle? I don't want to necessarily do a blowout bar. But, and, and because of employees too, because the amount of time it takes to train employees and get them up there, we can just do like, like not a blowout bar, but a little above it where it's a blowout bar plus other services. Okay. At a different price point. Right. Right, because it's just like maybe not as much experience. Right, and so it'll also be a feeder to the other ones. As you get good, go over here. So we have a school, cosmetology school. We have our own education academy, Gang Gang EDU. That's how we educate everybody. Our system's what we want. Go from assistant to protege to, to a stylist. Also advanced. That feeds all the salons. So they get, they get paid for that? Is that sponsored? How does that work? So we pay. I'm just always curious. So for us, that's fine. Uh, it's a great question. So for assistants and proteges, we pay the minimum wage, okay. it is, they're learning though. So how they get paid is also they get education. They get our boot camp. They get hands on. Right. Uh, they're in the salon. You know what I mean? Um, think of it like a, an apprentice. Right. Essentially, what it is, um, except we're paying them, which is
1: you're paying them to educate them. Yeah, correct.
0: But we're again, we're you paying, take care of them. They, them they take care of your business, business eventually. It's not always like that, right? Because no, we educate it's not. a lot of people, and out of ten we keep six we're lucky
1: yeah and you, and that changed right after covid the way people think about money because everything got expensive. so so it changed especially for
0: for younger people it changed because of their patience and and this is a plus when i say it, not a complaint there's a lot more information on youtube on ig anywhere online where before it used to be you had to go to a salon it was the only place you could go after cosmetology school to learn so they had a monopoly and they owned everything on it now that changed, we were already there and we adapted. And a, a lot of us, our stuff is online, and we work with other uh, manufacturers and distributors that do education. But, like, cool, how do we incentivize to keep these people for at least a couple years to get our investment back? Of course, before they go to the salon, I mean, there's
1: probably two a year break suites. even, right?
0: Yeah, so it's in volume. The answer is that we have to, our job is to always feed. Our job is to always give people an opportunity that another salon maybe doesn't have. Right, right? you're um, the rainmaker. That's it, man. We're trying to, we're trying to grow. Look, it's fun. It's it's. What's cool is I have an outside perspective because I'm not a hairstylist. Right, so I have. Um, I think that's helpful, right? I think it's very. Helpful. But all of your partners are stylists. Yeah, where you look at they all the have salons, different specialties, right? Nobody has that separated. Right, they're all stylists that became business. owners and great, rightfully so. Right, I have a diff- I look at things differently. I don't have the emotional attachment as much as as sure. They do. So because you're not spending that eight hours next to but you not, know, but not just that. Like I could separate it where it's like, cool. I'm gonna look at this as how it does best for the business. Right. Where my wife's style, she's gonna look at uh, culture and everything else, right. which is which is equally, super important. It's not more important, right. right? But you can have both. So how I look at stuff like we do a lot of marketing, we, we were we used to own all the space in terms of uh Instagram, Facebook, and Google ads, right? Because no salons did it. They're referral forever. I'll never they did magazines maybe that were dying out, right? Okay. So we did that. That made us really successful. Now everybody's doing it, so it changed and everything. Sure. So you gotta adapt. The other thing too is uh we recruit, right? In our in our industry, and I'm sure in yours, it's like a frowned upon dirty word, right? Mm-hmm. But The thing is like, what we're really doing is offering somebody a better opportunity. Because if they're good, they're good. Well, that's... But I'm not gonna wait, and I'm not gonna apologize, and I'm not gonna fucking feel bad, right? right? When that happens, or when somebody takes somebody from me. Because all they did was the same thing. But you know what happens when uh, artists get in the way? Like, stylish, they're like, no, they'll 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 like recreate a movie in their head of how it's done. Their morals, they want to bestow on you. They want to like that's fucked up, that's grimy. That's of course, this. anybody like, tells it from their vantage point, it's yeah. it's it's them being the good well, guy, listen, the hero. I've gotten backlash, and here's the difference, right? I'm doing what I feel is right,
1: right, and what's right for the business. Well, you said it correctly, and I wanted to touch on two points. You said that you're recruiting and giving somebody a better opportunity. Absolutely. So, you know, I had this instance with Bill. Yeah. At Kinjo, he worked at Seven Doors Down, uh, and Chef LT—that's that's his concept. That's mm-hmm. their their yeah. of together. Over there, yeah. yeah, Blue Steel, Blue right? And I and, mean, I, and I love LT, and I, you know, I don't think I handled it correctly. Yeah, um, it's also a, a learning thing, man. It is. It, it is. As a man, as yeah. a business owner, as a human being, you know. But my thing was in my mind that I gave Bill an opportunity, correct? Because he was a sous chef at Seven Doors. Mm-hmm and I was giving him an executive chef opportunity and I thought he was ready. And, you know, I still think my explanation is valid. However, I don't think I handled it the best way. You're not gonna, here's
0: my experience. You're not gonna win, with no matter what. Because like, when somebody leaves me, like I'm cool with it, right? Like, first, I don't own anybody, right? And neither do you, right? and neither do them, right? Right. That's just what the fuck the fact is, right? right? Then second, because you invested people you have you physically emotionally invested sure. you're just not going to win that you have to be okay with it like this cuz once you start making business decisions decisions based on what your emotional output is you're fucked no doubt you're doomed you're no letting doubt. you're letting the fucking what do they say you're letting uh the animals run the fucking zoo Right. And I've been there and I let it like the inmates you know, run the prison the, the inmates run the prison right. I'm like yeah I'm gonna let them it's their place. It's this and it's
1: like no, it's but not there's it a second part to that, right? And for me, it is that anybody who's on your side wants to see you win regardless mm-hmm. If it's not for me, then go play for the Mets the Jets the Yankees. Yeah, it doesn't matter And that's that's the human element to it, right? And I said that to him like after I yeah, I came back around. I was like listen. I'm sorry. I fucked up I didn't do it right However, I know you're on his team and you want to see him win and the beautiful news is we reconnected he came back He came in for dinner at Ken Jones. He's like congratulations. This place fucking rocks, man You know like it it works out no matter what it's just not gonna work out the way you want I'm not
0: here to tell somebody how to run their business. I don't want nobody to come in
1: right But but here's there's there's one more one more point to it our job is to protect the business. Yeah. And under that umbrella, all that's those jobs is. are protected. And I if do. one person is messing up the business, they're actually gonna hurt everybody else's chances to yeah. keep their job, right? Yeah. So that's our job. Number one, protect the business but, and it takes care of everybody else. I'll, I'll put it
0: in like, and I know we gotta wrap up soon. So it's like, I got the message from Marvin, the little bird. Um, so like, here's my thing. I have to ultimately be able to sleep at night. No, I'm a great person. Right. No, I do good. I, I'm not perfect. I like how you're in prayer you know, position. Well, too, like, like sure somebody, if we could get some rose AI rosaries on. This. <laughs>
1: We're great humans here. I'm
0: actually like, yeah, doing my pose. Um, <laughs> no, seriously. So like, I work with like if I have a relationship with you, right? I'm just not gonna do it. That's that's my That's not your morals. Nothing. I can't bestow that on you. I can't expect that of you. Nothing. Right? Like those are my. My beliefs, forget more. Okay. Those are my beliefs, right? Okay. I don't want to fuck it up if I have a great relationship with okay. you. Okay. Somebody comes, I'm going to call you shit. Once that line gets crossed, once that, right? And I'm just like, I'm just not going to fuck with you. You know what I mean? And, and like, and, and I'm saying, obviously, you know, because somebody, somebody did it to me. Yeah, right? yeah, I know. And it is what it is. It's cool, but just like, the other thing is like, I'm going to swallow you afterwards. Well, here's the deal, and that's that's and like, a beautiful like, thing yes, cuz like you got to understand the relationship if it's important, right. then act like it's important. Right. Once it's not, you expect me to continue to have I just I'm just not going right. to and then like all, all bets are off and not in a violent or some fucked up force No, I know. But like you will not be in any thought process that I have of the decision I have to make. Right. The relationship is what
1: like makes me pause and it's good. And I and I appreciate and understand that. I have a little bit of a bigger plan mm-hmm. that, you know, I I don't know if I should be saying this, but I want LT to come work on yeah. the Umbrella and he calls it the dark side. Yeah. So I'll message him once a week, you ready for the dark side? Yeah. Cause now he sees Bill yeah, I mean. and he sees him happy and he sees all the, you know what I mean? He gets all this media and mm-hmm. PR and attention. And listen, you're,
0: you're valuable, you have value. So I'm going to jump on the same thing, right? Not, not so like the same thing is offered. You know what I mean? It's like. Fuck with me. Right. You know what I mean? Like, real real talk, like, fuck with me. Right. Let's do it together. Right. That's the the difference. The thing is this, right? Forget anybody's personalities. Like, I'm going here. I know we're going here as an organization. Fuck with me. There's plenty of room. I need help. Right. We can do it together. It's not an ego thing, me. Once it becomes like, nah, or fuck you, like, it's cool. I'm just going this way. I'm still going. Like, my focus is in you, but you best believe, like, when shit happens too, my focus is in you either. there's an opportunity, you know right, what I mean? Right. Like it, it sounds sometimes a little fucked up, but that's because I don't have the emotional thing in it. It doesn't sound fucked it's up. Like, it sounds
1: like you're still going where you're going no matter what. And honestly, you like, might feel a little better looking back once in a while when you're like, I told you, bro. Yeah, like, you Listen, know. I told you, bro. <laughs> you know who you are. Anyway, 2024, man. let's talk about it. All right, let's wrap up with that, man. 2024,
0: what are your plans? And now hear me out before you answer, right? Because not a play-by-play, let's start it. I didn't bang the table, quick. but I want to fucking. No, you're excited. Let's,
1: what is the end of 2024 <clears throat> look like? And then the end of 2024 looks like mm-hmm. uh, all businesses are financially sound, earning, dropping money to the bottom line. We are set and ready for growth in 2025. Oh, I like that. That's what 2024 is for me. So focus on what you have
0: right now, be more efficient, like, Squeeze every solidify
1: every single solitary so SOP. Cool. Every every single SOP needs to be finalized down to the fucking down to the penny everywhere where everybody's on the same page. Because you can't grow if your shit's not. No, like, everybody's got to drink the same fucking Kool Aid yeah. this year. <clears throat> Twenty four. Everybody's got to drink the same Kool Aid, yeah. and whoever doesn't, that's fine. Just there's an opportunity somewhere else for you. It's not in this company, and I'm hyper focused on that. So. That's where we're at man i'm, I'm fucking. you could feel the excitement I'm the right
0: same, i'm on the same i'm the same thing for 2024 that's
1: like it 2023 20,
0: was challenging in a good way it got me so good man i'm like really fucking good in the sense of what i learned right right and who i became what my values are i'm more assertive i'm not i'm quicker i'm everything with and i do everything with love i'm not like asshole. i'm not nothing right i'm not dictator i'm just like listen just not working out or i'm like hey um, I expect these reports here. Or why is this not happening? Right. I'm, I'm, I follow up more. I have a call to action. And uh, you're people, accountable to yourself. And you expect are, everybody around you to be people, accountable I, as well. I don't expect it like I do, but I you like, demand it. I demand it. it I hold them. There's a difference. There is a difference. I had to learn that. Where I'm there like, is you a know, I want everybody to like me. I want them to like, and then I got run over. They'll like you more as they grow with you. And that's what happened. They'll respect the you right more. People. Right. You know, I don't need everybody. Right? right. And the other thing too is like. Um, as I grow, I grow and I make sure I do it on my terms. I'm not ashamed of the stuff I work hard for and I get, whether it's materialistic, whether it's growth, (laughs) whether it's anything and like, no, I'm, I'm being dead ass because like,
1: <laughs> I had to throw that in there. Like, say no. Blue Lambo, say it, Miami Blue. blue it's a uh, blue block. <laughs> Sorry, my buddy. but like because I don't speak Lambo when I was yet. Growing
0: up, it's like cool. This is what you want. Then you start getting, it, and people are like, Nah, fuck that. You know what I mean? Like, that's what I think. Like, that's like fueling me too. Like, not fuck you, but just like it's funny. You like
1: it, right? Cool. Well, I'm gonna fuck with you. A- amen. You know? Amen. It's funny because. I don't feel the good as much as I don't feel the bad and I don't mean that in a negative way at all It's like you told me before people are looking up to you. I don't see it like that I just know that I'm more in tune with who I'm supposed to be and I'm moving in the right direction and those who are here I can't wait to bring them up and those who are not Sorry brother. I'm excited. You know listen on
0: that note if you want to fuck with me or you wanna fuck with Jamie, piss <laughs> the fuck up. That's what we do, we love fucking with people that are making shit happen, that wanna make shit happen. My phone calls during the day are like, yo, what are you doing, how are you getting it, what's going on, and I don't mean money, relationship. Yo, you fixing your relationship with your wife, where are you going on vacation, what are you buying, what, what are your challenges, are you fixing it, you're going to the gym, whatever the fuck it is, we need more of that in our life, like that's what I want. I wanna big up everybody that's doing that, right, and I want more of that in my life. I don't wanna be the motivator guy, you know what I mean? Right. I, like, I want to get fueled. I love, that's what gets me fucking energetic. Shout out to Total War. Woo! And <laughs> <laughs> <You> work out. <laughs> cool. And with that, we're fucking good, man. That's it. Great Thank episode. You. So appreciate- Peace and love.